Welcome to Awesome the Podcast. I am your host, Chloe Calm. Welcome to episode three of Awesome the Podcast. As you guys know by this point, my name is Chloe and I am your host. And I talk about everything and anything that's going on in my life or that just randomly comes to my head. And yeah, I ramble a lot about things that I don't even plan for this ep- uh, for the episodes, but I think that's what makes this podcast what it is. So, um, today is a Wednesday and yesterday my episode about my quarantine routine went up and you guys seem to have liked it. I hope you guys liked my routine. Um, I forgot to mention that this in that episode, but I don't follow the times that I was saying. Those were just kind of estimated times. Um, and I definitely don't do that routine every day. Weekends, I let myself like sleep in, do whatever. Um, and I might do stuff out of order. I've been like, I do everything on there, but I do it out of order sometimes. So, yeah. Um, tomorrow, me and my sister, or my sister and I, should correct me if she was here right now, but we are recording our first sister Saturday, and I'm excited because we're going to be talking about our tech-free day. So, if you have not listened to that, it will already be up because it is going up this Saturday. Um, we're recording it tomorrow, but last, we'll talk about it this more in the sister Saturday, obviously, but last Saturday... Yeah, last Saturday, we did a tech-free day, so the whole day we didn't go on our phones, we didn't um, watch TV, we didn't go on our computers, nothing, like, no screens at all. We got, we gave ourselves 30 minutes in the morning, but I didn't even look at my phone. I don't know if she did, just to, like, check our phones, but I don't know if either of us really did in 30 minutes, and then in the afternoon, we got 10 minutes on our phone. I don't know why I'm going on about this because it is going to be in the Sister Saturday. So I need to stop rambling about that because that is in the last episode. Okay, on to what this podcast is about. I am going to be talking about my walk with God, my journey with God, my testimony, whatever you want to call it. That is what I'm talking about today. I'm basically going to be talking about how I got from where I was to where I am now. But before we talk about that, I need to update you guys about my week. So I think I recorded last week's podcast on like a Friday or a Thursday. I don't honestly remember, but I know I did it super late because I kind of forgot and I was procrastinating it so much. But this week, I just wanted to get it done I love recording these, so I don't know why I put it off because I just get to sit here and talk for 30 minutes and the only people I see nowadays are my sister and her husband, so it's good to talk to a computer, I guess, where I feel like I'm talking to different people. I don't know. It's weird, but let's talk about this weekend. This weekend was Mother's Day, Um, and I got to go back to my house, and I saw my mom, and I picked up some more clothes, and... I had the after series. I ordered it and it came in. So I grabbed that and I've been reading that all week. Um, but yeah, I got to see her on Mother's Day. 
was fun. I, it was weird because, like, I saw my whole family, like, my mom, my dad, my brother, and then, of course, my sister and Alex were there. Um, but then we also went to my grandparents' house and saw them, and then we, my aunt was there. But, of course, we were all social distanced because my family is taking this quarantine very seriously. But um, I'm still at my sister's house. I came back. I'm going to be here for – I honestly think I'm going to be here until – um, I have to go to work, which I don't even know when I get to start work. So we're going to be here probably, we know for one more week, but I don't know after that. Um, like I mentioned, I've been reading the after series. I'm on the second book. I got the first book for Christmas and I read it in less than a week. And I just recently ordered it because I found the whole series for super cheap on Amazon. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing all week. Um, okay, we're going to talk about this real quick before we get into the topic, but I don't know how to say his name, but Corey LaBaugh, I feel so bad because I don't know how to say his name. Okay, not going to lie, I just took a break so I can look up his name, but it's Corey LaBaugh, something like that, but if you guys have not heard... Monday, or no, Sunday on Mother's Day, it was his 25th birthday, and he got in a car accident and died, and I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't that big of a fan of his or anything, but I knew him from other people that he hung out with on social media, and so I knew of him, knew kind of a little bit about him, but it wasn't like I was a super big fan, so when I saw that, um, the reason, the how I heard about it was um, I was scrolling through my podcast to find one to listen to while I was in the shower and I saw the Dolan twins like uploaded a new one and it said remembering Corey Labare and I was like oh what like I didn't, couldn't tell if it was a joke but I was like they wouldn't joke about something like that so then I went to um, his Instagram and it said he hadn't posted until May 1st. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, he's an influencer. They usually post, like, very often. And so then I Googled it. I don't know why I didn't just go to Google right away. But I Googled it. And that was the first thing that popped up, that he died in a car accident. And I don't know a lot of details, so I'm not going to talk about that. But um, I am obsessed with why don't we? I don't know if you guys know that, but I'm obsessed with them, and they've been taking this big break all year long, and last night, like, I already knew about Corey and everything that happened, um, but I was going through Instagram, and I knew Daniel CV. that's the main reason, like, I got introduced to him, like, in his content and stuff, was he would hang out with Daniel, who's been, why don't we, and, um, that was, like, where my mind first went when I heard about what happened to him. And last night, Daniel posted this big post, and um, I was reading it, and it was all his memories, and I honestly, I started tearing up. And then I read the last sentence of his post, and it said, I will never forget pulling you out of that car. And I was like, huh? Because this whole post, like, all the sentences are like, I will never forget the first time we met. I will never forget this. And then his last one was like, I will never forget pulling you out of that car. Um... At first, I thought it was a curse having to see you that way, but then it, I remember it's a blessing, so I got to see you one last time, and 
all and I was like, oh my gosh, I literally started crying. I'm almost crying talking about it, but I was like, that would be awful. And I don't know. I just wanted to mention that because I've just been thinking about that a lot since um I've heard about it and I just think it's crazy and it really shows us that we don't know what is going to happen in our life. We have no control over it. And so that's also another reason why I wanted to talk about the topic I am talking about today, which I'm going to take a quick break and we'll just get right into that because this intro has been long enough. But I just wanted to mention that I'm praying for him and his family and his friends and just every, even like his fans, like I couldn't even imagine. So yes, just wanted to mention that and I, I think that's awful and that shouldn't have happened, but we're not going to talk long about that and we're just going to get on to our main topic. Okay, guys, I'm back. Um, this episode might be a little bit long because my intro was almost 10 minutes. But, I don't know, I feel like I've been getting more comfortable with recording. And so my episodes have been getting longer, especially since I learned how to do this segment thing. So then I can talk for a while, take a break, and then talk some more. So, we've been increasingly getting longer, but I don't want to go to over 30 minutes. So, we're going to get right into this topic. I also might do a part two if I can't get to everything or I think of more. But like I said earlier, I'm talking about my walk with God, my journey with God, kind of my testimony. People call it so many different things, but I'm just going to talk about how I got to where I was like two years ago in my faith to where I currently am in my faith. Because even in like a year or two, I've grown so much closer to God and so much stronger in my faith. So I'm just, I wrote out kind of like a timeline. I'm just going to talk about it. Um, So first of all, I should mention, I did grow up in a Christian family. We didn't go to church every Sunday, but we went often. I went to a church with my grandparents. Um, The church I went to, we didn't have like a Sunday school. So like, I feel like I didn't get the same childhood Christian experience. I put all of that in air quotes because I still did get one and I feel like that can be so many different things but like I didn't have a Sunday school. I didn't go to Sunday school until I was in like fifth or sixth grade because we switched to the church we are currently in which I think that was the best decision my parents ever made because um, I went to Sunday school. I went to youth group and then that's how I kind of got introduced to all the people I go to now about my my problems with my faith and when I'm struggling and just my faith has grown so much since I've gone to this church. So grew up in a Christian family. Like I said, we weren't so hardcore, but we still like everyone in my house believed in God. We went to church, all that stuff. So when I was in first grade, some of you guys might know this if you know me personally, but when I was in first grade, I was diagnosed with something called epilepsy. It's kind of a common thing, so I wouldn't be surprised if some of you, like, think that sounds familiar. But basically, it's a neurological, like, disorder where you have seizures, and there's so many different types of seizures you can have. I was super lucky and got 
the most like tame seizure you could have. I would have silent seizures, seizures, ugh, try saying that 10 times fast. Um, I would have silent seizures and basically what I would do was we called it spacing out. So like I would walk away from my family if we were walking somewhere or um, I would start doing weird thing or like mumbling and I would never remember my parents or my siblings or my friends or someone had to tell me what I just did. Um, so we went to the doctor finally and got diagnosed, but then after I got to like did multiple tests, like an MRI, EEGs, all this stuff as a first grader, we had to find the right medicine because there's so many different types of medicines for this type of like, I don't know if you call it disorder, disease, whatever, for this like problem because there's so many different types of it. So we went through like five different medications before we found the correct one. One of them, this is literally the funniest story, but um, one of them made me very violent and I would hit my brother and all that, but we finally found one and um, then like I was good. I was going seizure free for so many years, whatever, but then I started getting headaches. So we went back to the doctor and we told her, like, she's doing good. She's not having seizures, but she's getting headaches. So they switched my medicine again, and it was a super, like, I had to, I was taking two medicines because I was weaning off the one I was taking, and then I was, like, trying to get used to the new one. Super complicated. But as that was happening, I started limping super, super bad. Um, like, going up and down the stairs, like, my legs would get so tired, and my leg, my, like, right leg would hurt. I couldn't walk for a super long time, and it was so, like, I would limp when I walked, so, um, I, like, tried stretching it, and my parents helped me stretch it, um, but after a while of limping, I went to the doctor, to the orthopedic, and they took x-rays, and, um, the, my, she wasn't like a doctor, but she was like a, I don't know, the one underneath the doctor. Um, she came in and said, hey, we want to take x-rays of your left hip just to compare them. And I was like, okay, like whatever. So when I took them, but my dad told me afterwards, because he was in the room with me, he said that once they came in and said they needed to take um, x-rays of my other hip, that he was kind of confused and concerned and kind of knew something was wrong because they don't do that unless they think something's wrong and they want to make sure so then I took the x-rays came back in the room and um she was like okay well we think you have this but I cannot diagnose you because like that wasn't she didn't have the ability or something like that she's like so I just called the doctor his name is Dr. Pruitt and um He's on his way here, so we'll just have you. He'll be here in like 10 minutes, so we'll just have you sit here. And I was like, okay. He came, the doctor came in like 10 minutes later. He looked at me, he's like, yeah, she was correct. You do have this. And I started bawling. He was going through all like how I need to have surgery like so soon and all this stuff. And I started crying and it was awful. So basically, I had a slip capital epiphysis. Big words, I know. But basically, what that means is the ball of my hip 
was out of place. Like it's it's very hard when I can't show you guys, but it's supposed to be in the socket and mine was like underneath the socket. Weird, I know. But what they had to do is they had to go in and they had to pin it where it is so it doesn't move anymore. And I was like, well, why can't you move it back into place? Like, wouldn't that fix everything? And he said, we could, but it's been like this since I was born. So there's all those blood cells in that empty space. So if they pushed it back into place, then it would kill all those blood cells. So um, I had to have surgery like that week that I found out. Um, I was in a wheelchair for three months. Um, I had to relearn how to walk. I couldn't play sports. I just, at this point, I was like, okay. So I grew up with epilepsy and I had to be different than all my friends. I had to take medicine twice a day. I would randomly space off. Like I had to have teachers watch me. And then now I'm in sixth grade and I'm going to be in a wheelchair for three months. They're going to have to move my entire classroom. I can't play sports when I'm older. Um, why does all this stuff keep happening to me? Like, it felt like everything that could happen to me happened to me. And I was like, why? Why is this happening to me? Why is God letting this happen to me? Like, at this point, I had, like, zero faith. I was like, I don't understand this. God must not love me. Like, everything, all those negative thoughts that we all have at one point, I had all of them when I was in sixth grade and then when I was in middle school. So, um, my faith was so weak. I like still went to church, but didn't really want to. Um, and yeah. So then my freshman year of high school, we went on a mission trip. And I was like, I begged my parents to go to the meeting. And I was like, I just want to go. Like I was going to go on a mission trip. And at this point, I kind of had a like a, a I had more faith than I did when everything was happening to me. Um, my faith statement that I had to write my eighth grade year when I got confirmed, I definitely could tell I had more faith. Like, confirmation had taught me so much. I was, like, trying to get closer to God, but it wasn't as, like, my faith statement wasn't as passionate as it could have been if I would have wrote it today and at the point I am now. So, I was like, maybe this mission trip will help me. So, I went to the meeting which my parents didn't really want to go to, but I made them go to. And so we were like, okay, you, they were like, you can go. So my dad came with me. It's my freshman year. Um, I went on this mission trip and leading up to it was awful. Um, we knew nothing about the mission trip. So much stuff was going in, going on inside the company that we were going with that we didn't find out who our leaders were until a week before we left. And so I was super nervous. My friend Hannah, who was with us, um, who came on this mission trip, she was freaking out too. We literally like cried in our hotel room the first night because um, we just didn't know what we, were getting, what we were getting ourselves into. But I went and I met amazing people, amazing leaders. Like it was so good. In that whole week, I was in um, Huntington, West Virginia for a week with my church and the people who came with my church and then another group from um, Alexandria, Indiana. And then my two leaders, we went through Praying Pelican. 
And the whole week, I felt like I was in a different world. I became best friends with the Indiana people, and I felt like I knew them my whole life, but I really met them, like, a couple days ago. And I would get up, and I would do my devotions, and I would go help people all day, and then I would come home, and I would, or come home, go back to the church, and I would hang out with these new people, and I just, I was like, what am I going to do when I get back home? to my hometown and so that's what we talked about the last day they're like okay you guys have been so fired up this week you've been helping so much we can tell you're like growing closer to God and more people are opening up and all this stuff and they're like how do you bring that back and so then they gave us some ideas and so we came home and I just had the best week of my life I grew closer to my um friend Hannah I grew closer to um people that are my best friends now I grew closer with my dad and all this stuff and we came home and then um I didn't go to bed till 3 a.m because we got home super late and I stayed up and talked to my mom because I hadn't seen her in a week and I woke up and I was like I felt dead like I had all of this energy throughout this week that I was in India or in West Virginia um I was so passionate that entire week. I came home. I was passionate again. And I went to bed. And I woke up. And I slept in. And I was in this haze. And I was like, what do I do? I just had the best week of my life. And I helped so many people. grew so much closer to God. But how do I bring that back to my hometown and still have passion for it? And so that, that day, I spent all by myself. I went outside. I wish I had my journal here, but I had a journal I bought for the mission trip. I did a reflection and I talked like, it was me talking to God and just saying like, that was amazing, but I feel stuck again. I feel like I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to get involved with our church. I don't know how to bring that stuff back here. And so I think for a week straight, I tried to figure out ways to find that feeling. It was kind of like a high. It was like a spiritual high. And I was coming off of that high and I didn't know how to react to it. So for like a week, I tried to figure how to get that back. And then after that, my faith just went down again. I got busy with life. I went back to school and I was like, I miss that feeling that I had on this mission trip. So the next thing I have down, so the next thing that happened I didn't write this down, but we got a new um, youth leader, and he really showed me how to live out my faith because he was living out his faith so well, and I was like, I want to be like him. I want to be a youth leader. I want to work at a church. I want to do something. I want to be a pastor, and so then that fire lit under me again, and so then he was like, hey, we have a recharge Um, in a couple months. Does anyone want to go? And so me and two of my, f- three of my friends signed up and we went. And I felt that high again. And I don't know if high is a good like way to describe it, but it's literally, I was just, I'm on this spiritual high whenever I'm at a camp or a mission trip. And it literally took me so long to figure out how to get that back into my normal life and 
um, I would always come home from recharges and the one recharge I went to was so fun. They're literally just a weekend at our camp here. And it was so fun. And I came home again and I like did another reflection and I was like, I, I don't know what to do. So I don't know where I heard it, but someone said, you might like the, the, re, the, 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 I can't talk. Oh my gosh. Um, the way to feel God in your life is you have to accept him. You have to allow him to come into your life. And so I finally did that. I was like, hey, God, I feel amazing when I'm around Christians and when I'm around a church or I'm in a mission trip or I'm on a, a camp or something like that. But I want to feel that every day. So I accept you into my life. And I did. And like that, my world changed. So. Accepted God into my life. And then my sophomore year of high school, last year, I found out that my school was closing. The school that I went to since preschool, the people that I had seen every single day of my life for several years, many years, a lot of years, I wasn't going to see half of them again. I felt like I lost everything again. I had just gotten into this good spot. I was finally getting my life together. I People who were toxic in my life were gone. Didn't talk to them. I was like, you know what? I'm doing good. My life's good, whatever. And then boom, like that. God sends another, another thing to test me and was like, hey, let's shut down your school. And make you go to a whole new school for your last two years of high school. I was like, okay. <laughs> so again, for another week I struggled. And I was like, why is this happening? I talked to my guidance counselor a lot. And I was like, I don't know what school I want to go to next year. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't want this to happen. And she goes to my church. And she was like, okay. I'm going to tell you this because I know you're a Christian. And we go to church together. And she was like, you just need to pray. You need to pray to God. You need to ask him what you need to do. Send you a sign of what school you want to go to. And if, when you make a decision, ask God if that's the right choice. And if you find a sign, just accept it as a sign. Don't question it. Don't just brush it off. If you think something's a sign, take it as a sign. So I did that. I went home. And I prayed to God. And one night I was like, okay. Mom, Dad, we're going to sit down. And none of us are going to go to sleep tonight until I figure out what school I'm going to next year. Because... There was a deadline with open enrollment papers and everything that I needed to meet. So we sat down, we made pros and cons list, and I would say a school. Because I was between two schools. One, I would have to go live with my sister. And the other one, I would be with my friends and all this stuff. But at this one school, the one that my sister teaches at, it'd be a fresh new start. I could be me, um, make new friends. But then if I went to this school most of my friends are going to, I could um, still be with people I know, still have some friends that I already know. So I kept going back and forth and I would say one school, but then I would start crying. So I was like, oh, maybe that's time. So let's go to the other school. But then my friend Emily called me and we were going to hang out that weekend until so I'm in this big, like, Big decision. I prayed to God to show me a sign. 
And as I'm about to make the decision, my phone call, my phone rings and it's Emily. And I answer it. And she's like, hey, I was just wondering, like, what our plan for this weekend's going to be like, all this stuff. And so I talked to her for a little bit. And I get the phone. My mom calls, or my mom looks at me. She's like, Chloe, that's your sign. I was like, what? And she's like, you need, like, Emily is going to this one school. And she just called you when you're about to make a decision. Like, that is your sign that you need to go to that one school. And I was like, huh, you're right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to that school. Um. And that's the school that I went to this year. But my mom called the guidance counselor and she was helping me so much. And she came and she pulled me out of class the next day. And she's like, okay, so I heard you made a decision. I told her the whole story. And she's like, see, I told you that's all you had to do was ask God to send you a sign. And he would. And I was like, okay, so this year I've been really focusing on my faith and when I'm struggling talking to God, like, the week before I went to school, to this new school, I prayed so much. And I was like, God, just be with me. Like, send some good people to me from the school that are going to be nice. Let me just have a good year. Can I tell you something? I had an amazing year. I met, I moved, uh, I met amazing people. I made so many good memories. I feel like I really opened up. And my faith grew so much this year. It's crazy. And so basically, what I'm getting at. Felix, I just went off. Told me to put meat in the fridge. Um, That kind of scared me. Not going to lie. But... Okay, sorry about that. My sister's Alexa was going off because I set in a reminder to put meat in the fridge. I totally forgot about it. But so basically, I'm just going to recap and conclude this. But I feel like God took everything away from me that made me feel comfortable. He took friends away from me. I didn't even talk about that. Um, he took... My ability to play sports, my, what normal, he took my, what I thought was normal away from me. He was like, hey, you know what? This is actually where you're supposed to be. And I'm going to, he needed to put me through all of these like temptations and these trials and these struggles. So then when I finally did accept him into my life, I knew that's all I needed to do. So, um. Since going through this journey, I fell in love with sharing it, and that is what this journey has what has led me to want to do something in the field of ministry. So um, I've been talking to people and looking at colleges and what you have to be to be like a Christian counselor or to be a pastor or a youth leader or stuff like that. Um, and one thing I was going to do to prepare myself was I was going to work at a camp near here. Um, this summer, I already had a job, I had a contract sent in, um, and that process itself was like two years long because I wanted to do it last summer, but I wasn't old enough, and then this year when the application came out, I filled it out right away, I did my essay, I did my interview, and the interview was amazing, I just sat down with like the boss of the camp and we just talked about our faith, and he asked me where I was and all this stuff, and then I got the email 
on Ash Wednesday saying I had this job and I sent in the contract and everything was lined up and then this whole coronavirus thing happened and camp got canceled. So something I've been looking forward to for two years got canceled because of coronavirus and that made me super upset. Um, But then I was like, just because camp is closed doesn't mean I can't still share my face. So that's why the main reason that I wanted to share my faith and my story, my journey, whatever you want to call it, because I wanted to show you guys that right now you might be going through a hard path, but trust me, I've been there. You might be going through something way worse than me, but someone else has been there. And the way to fix it is just to accept God into your life and let him come in and show you what way he wants to point you because he already has that planned out and he is 20 inches away. Because you know what's 20 inches away? His hand. His hand is reaching down to you and all you have to do is grab it. And even if you let go, he's not going to let go of you. I learned that from Passion City Church. Um, sermon, which is called 20 Inches to Mercy. I would highly suggest that. But that is my story. I hope you liked it. Um, I know it was kind of all over the place, but I hope I got my point across. Um, we are going to take a quick break and then I'm going to do the end segment. Welcome back. So, just took a little break, walked away from the desk, drank some more coffee, and I'm back to do the end segment. So, like I said, I have some end segments or end topics that I wrote down that I'm just going to rotate through, kind of talk about them randomly. But this week I decided to talk about a favorite, like a monthly favorite. Something like that. So, at first I couldn't think of something because I was like, there's nothing I really have been loving lately. Like, maybe I could talk about a new book, but that's already a different, like, end segment. And I was like, okay. And then I thought of two. So, the first one is my shake. I have been making the best shakes in the morning. I drink them every morning. Um, I literally, like, crave them. Um, and they keep me full for so long. So my shake is kind of based off of the Fab Four shakes that is talked about in the book Body Love, which I mentioned, I think, last week um, that I'm reading that book. But basically, I'm just going to tell you guys what's in it if you want a more detailed tutorial or how to make it. Um, if you go check out my Instagram Call me Chloe. I have an IGTV video all over it. So, in my shake, I put a handful of spinach in it. I know that might sound gross, but it's actually not. You can't taste it at all. Um, and then I put a fourth a cup of fruit. That is the only fruit I eat throughout the day because you're actually not supposed to eat a lot of fruit. So, I have a fourth a cup of fruit with it, and I usually do frozen mangoes. My spinach is also frozen. And then I do like a tablespoon, maybe half a tablespoon of coconut oil. 
and that gives it the that's one of the things that helps you keep or helps keep you fuller longer with these shakes is the coconut oil and it's super good for you um and then I do a spoonful of peanut butter just for some flavor plus nut butter is like good for you and then I do a scoop of Shakeology like I mentioned in a past episode I do Beachbody and along with Beachbody they have um super food what is it super food powders super food something um and there's all different flavors um I love vanilla especially with these shakes they taste so good but there's vanilla there's strawberry there's chocolate there's greenberry and they're coming out with a salted caramel flavor um yeah so good they're they're like so good for you they have so many health benefits and help with so many things so that is my shake and then I put almond milk in it and I put a little bit of liquid in there because um I like my shakes super thick and they taste so good so 10 out of 10 suggest that shake the next thing that I wanted to talk about as a favorite is my diamond painting I got this at the beginning of quarantine my aunt actually sent it to me um like the first week and I currently don't have it with me since I'm at my sister's house but I've been working on it so much at home I love it it's so time consuming if you guys don't know what diamond painting is um I'll try my best to describe it but you can just google it too it's basically this big picture and the sets come with all the diamonds and all your material and the picture has a little symbol, so it's kind of like paint by number, but with little gems. But the picture itself is sticky, so you have to tear off a little bit of the plastic at a time and work on that section. And literally working on a super small section can take you all day because there's so many different symbols and so many different jewels. And they're so, like, tiny, but it's the best thing to do, just like with the Netflix show or a movie or a podcast going on in the background. And it's super time-consuming. Um, but I think I'm just, um, like halfway done with it. And like I said, I haven't been working on it for a long time. Um, but yeah, she got it from Amazon and yeah, those are my two favorites, monthly favorites that I want to talk about today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope my testimony, my story about my journey with God inspired you guys to share yours. If you want to, you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And in that review, if you want to, you can tell your story with God or just leave a good review. Um, Hope you guys like this and I will see you next week. Bye! Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Awesome. You can hear a new episode every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. There will also be a bonus episode twice a month on Saturdays.